What's up, fellow hardgainers? Welcome back to the Build and Keep Fitness Podcast, where you follow me, Timothy Averill, as I traverse the life of a hardgainer, college student, and aspiring personal trainer, constantly acquiring new knowledge and making new mistakes so that you can learn how to build and keep uh, more muscle mass, a better life, more confidence, better health, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So, I butchered that intro, but I don't care, because I'm on a time crunch, <laughs> so I'm sorry about the stuttering, but yeah, I added the better health today into the intro, because for me, better health goes along with better life overall, but I want to specify that, because today, in episode 49, it's either 48 or 49, we'll see when it comes out, but... <laughs> In today's episode, we're going to be talking about vitamins, vitamins and minerals. And before you cook off because you're not interested, it's extremely important to know about vitamins and minerals. Um, and I'm not going to like just go into super depth about how it works on a cellular level. Um, because if I'm being honest, I'm sure none of y'all care about that. <laughs> um, and if I'm being honest, uh, that would also take a very long time. But today, what we're going to be going over is basically this really cool uh, laminated kind of trifold infographic thing about nutrition, basics of nutrition, uh, macronutrients, micronutrients, and there's this whole section about vitamins. It, go, it talks about uh, natural sources best if taken with deficiency symptoms, functions, toxicity symptoms. I'm not going over all that with you because that would take too long and I'm sure you don't care. I'm going to be going over the functions of the vitamins and minerals that I go over because I think that's very important. Uh, some deficiency symptoms because I think that's also important in case you're deficient with them um, because um, for me personally, I am deficient in probably a lot of nutrients. Um, because I am skinny and a hard gainer, that doesn't help, but also mainly because of my celiac disease, which is an autoimmune disease, and unfortunately, that often comes with malnutrition. Um, ooh, I just came up with a great idea. I, for a future episode, not now, but I have a Nutri-Eval, um, which is essentially, I had a nutrients, a Nutri-Eval, which was an evaluation of my nutrients based on my blood. Um, I think it was based on my blood. I don't remember. Um, but I did that in, I think, June or July of 2020. So last year. And I could actually, that would be really cool. I could go over that on the podcast and talk about, hmm, that's a decent idea. Anyway, I don't want to take up too much of your time. But yeah, that was, that was an idea I had. That was, that's cool. But yeah, I'm just going to go over the functions, the efficiency symptoms, and then of course, natural sources. Um, again, I'm not really sure how to link anything <laughs> in the, I don't know how to link a picture in the podcast description. I wish I could, otherwise I would take a picture of this. Maybe down the line, if I figure out how, and honestly, if I remember, I'll take pictures and post them, um, in the description. Maybe if I, when I do it in the YouTube, I'll remember and I'll post it in the description. But anyway, let's get right into it. These are really important ones that I think we should all learn. And as lifters, vitamins and minerals are important, okay? Because especially electrolytes, electrolytes, if you didn't know, a lot of them are vitamins and minerals. Well, I think actually just minerals, not vitamins, but electrolytes. Some people, some of you people know about electrolytes. Electrolytes are important. Electrolytes are minerals, okay? And I can't remember if they're minerals and vitamins, but I know they are minerals. Um, but yes, that's one example of vitamins and or minerals that are important in our body, okay? They're just simply very important, especially for lifters who exercise a lot. You, you want to have the proper nutrition, okay? Because if you're new, the more nutritious, the more 
properly fueled you are, the more likely you're going to be able to go to the gym, increase your strength, increase your muscle gains, all of that. Anyway, enough talking about not the subject. Let's talk about specifically the different vitamins. So first off, we're going to talk about calcium. Now, in our body, calcium functions um, include the formation and the health of the bones and teeth. Um, and of course, if you're working out, healthy bones are kind of important since all the muscle we're working out with is skeletal muscle and they attach to the bones and a lot of our exercises go across multiple joints and of course involve the movement of bones so healthy bones is very important also um, calcium has to do with the nerve impulse transmission the impulse transmission of nerves uh, cellular adhesion muscle excitement and contraction and blood coagulation. So if you don't understand how muscle or how calcium involves or how calcium's important for muscle growth and for working out, nerve impulse transmission, it deals with the, it helps with the transmission of nerve impulses, which if you don't know, control how we move. <laughs> if I'm bending my elbow right now, I can't do that with ner without nerves telling my brain, "Hey, bend the elbow." I mean, sorry, nerves going to the brain and then telling the elbow and the muscles around the elbow to bend the elbow my bad um also muscle incite excitement and literally muscle contraction can't get as simple as that um <laughs> deficiency symptoms for calcium include muscle spasms uh rickets osteomalacia and osteoporosis and i'm not going to go into every condition that it says because that will take too long and too much time on my part and on your part but those are the deficiency symptoms the most easily rec recognizable is calcium is obviously the muscle spasms well, I mean, if you have the other three, I'm sure that's pretty easily rec recognizable. But for most people who don't know what those are, muscle spasms. Natural sources of calcium include, of course, dairy, um, but I'm going to go into a few. Um, skim milk, non-fat yogurt, kale, cheese, collard greens, canned salmon, and sardines with bones. Oh, okay, well, I guess the bones give you calcium, I'm assuming? Anyway, mustard greens, broccoli, figs, calcium-fortified orange juice, uh, Carob, sorry, I don't like orange juice. Carob, don't know what that is. Oats, prunes, asparagus, sesame seeds, soybeans, tofu, hey, I love tofu. Watercress and whey. I didn't realize tofu had calcium. That's good for me. Um, but yeah, my choices, I guess if I were to pick the ones out of these, um, collard greens, because they're just so good with vitamins and minerals. Uh, collard greens, um, oats are good because of the fiber. Um, they also have complex carbohydrates, again, fiber, but other complex carbohydrates. Um, and then tofu is good, because tofu is actually a good source of protein. It's plant protein, but it's a good source of protein, and it has calcium, which is good. Um, and then and then whey, obviously, whey protein is really important. So those are the ones that stick out to me. And then skim milk or non-fat yogurt is a good source of dairy in general um, to get because they're lower fats, um, not necessarily that you need lower fat, especially if you're a hard gainer, you don't need non-fat yogurt or skim milk, um, but if, if you're someone who struggles with fat intake, skim milk, non-fat yogurt, obviously, is a better choice. Anyway, moving on to the next mineral, chromium. Chromium deals with uh, glucose tolerance, so it works with insulin to control blood sugar, which is really, really important for people with blood sugar issues, obviously, including uh, hypoglycemia, uh, reactive hypoglycemia, uh, diabetes one or I can't oh I can't remember which diabetes it was but one of the diabetes um, or both of the diabetes I need to brush up on my knowledge about diabetes because I am blanking <laughs> but yeah people with blood sugar problems in general chromium very important it's also a factor in creation of antioxidants 
glutathione, 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 I don't know. It's a factor in creating an antioxidant, which antioxidants are important. Um, and antioxidants help regulate carbohydrates in the cell. Specifically, uh, glutathione helps regulate carbohydrates in the cell. Chromium also deals with lipid metabolism. Um, some deficiency symptoms include, um, and this is rare, but alterations in the metabolism of fats, carbohydrates, proteins, and amino acids. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> um, some natural sources include brewer's yeast, broccoli, ham, grape juice, brown rice, cheese, whole grains in general, dried beans, calves, liver, okay, uh, <laughs> chicken, corn, corn oil, dairy products, eggs, potatoes, mushroom, wine, and beer. Yeah, that's actually a lot of good options. So eggs are just good option in general. They have good protein, um, and clearly they have some chromium, which is good. Um, I do want to clarify that chromium is a trace mineral. That's something I forgot to mention. Chromium is a trace mineral. Trace mineral is something that you need very little of in your body, so don't go overboard with these kinds of things. Um, but in general, you're not gonna, you're probably not gonna go overboard. But I just wanted to clarify: calcium is a mineral, which means you need a thousand to fifteen hundred milligrams, at least by this metric, a thousand to fifteen hundred milligrams a day. Um, chromium, you only need two hundred to six hundred micrograms. Um, and these numbers. I don't, I haven't double checked, um, but according to this, this is the amount. So take that with a, with a grain of salt, I suppose. Do your own research for dosages, uh, or actually, even better, talk to your doctor <laughs> about dosages. Um, or, you know, you can just include these foods in your diet, and that will help more. Um, but for chromium, brown rice and whole grains are really good because obviously whole grains are important. It has more nutrients and it has more fiber than. Um, refined grains. I'm not gonna lie. I don't eat brown rice. I eat white rice because I like the taste um, <laughs> It would be healthier if I ate brown rice. I just don't like it if I'm being honest um, Though I do eat brown rice when my mom cooks stuff for me because she makes meals sometimes with the brown rice um, Another good I do want to do want to clarify or not clarify point out broccoli and cheese have shown up in calcium and chromium uh, another good is chicken chicken because Sorry, wow, my brain just stopped working for talking. Another good source of chromium is chicken that I see because it's a lean protein source. Uh, dairy products, again, will have calcium and chromium. Eggs are good. Potatoes are good for the starch, um, although they do have a high glycemic index. Um, so if you're eating, if you're looking to eat more chromium or just a little bit more chromium in order to help with glucose tolerance, potentially potatoes might not be the best solution for that because it does have a high glycemic index. Um, but anyway, let's move on to folic acid. Folic acid is a water-soluble vitamin. Um, it shows, the number here shows 400 to 1200 micrograms. Um, so as calcium, again, was uh, milligrams, this is micrograms, which of course is smaller. Um, the functions for folic acid includes that it helps prevent pregnancy-related anemia. Um, folic acid is extremely, extremely important, clearly, for women who are pregnant, especially if they're going through labor, it prevents anemia. Um, it helps regulate production, division, and maintenance of new cells, especially during pregnancy and infancy. Again, folic acid, extremely important for pregnant women. Um, also, for infants, you want to make sure they're getting proper folic acid amounts because it um, helps with the... Um, <clears throat> it helps with the production, division, and maintenance of new cells. <clears throat> Some deficiency symptoms for folic acid, of course, are going to include anemia. 
um, irritability, weakness, sleep disturbances, pallor, sore and reddened tongue. Some natural sources include fortified cereal, pinto beans, navy beans, asparagus, spinach, really good, spinach is amazing, broccoli, again, okra, brussels sprouts, barley, beef, bran, brown rice again, brewer's yeast again, cheese again, chicken again, dates, green leafy vegetables, lamb, legumes, lentils, liver, milk, mushrooms, oranges, split peas, pork, tuna, and whole grains, again. There's a lot of sources for folic acid, so as long as you're just eating some of these sources, you're going to get it. Again, I, I want to point out spinach. Spinach is amazing. If you haven't watched my superfoods episode about um, five superfoods, I included spinach. I had leafy greens in general, but I specifically include spinach because I had been eating spinach, and spinach is great. Um, how I prepare it, because a lot of people don't like raw spinach. You can have raw spinach in a salad, but how I like to prepare it is uh, minced garlic uh, in the pan with some olive oil. Let that sit for a little bit. Don't let the garlic burn. And then you put the spinach in and you cook it for a couple minutes. You don't want to cook it too much because if you cook it too much, a lot of the nutrients will be burnt out. So there's no point. Um, however, if you can only really stand to eat it when it's cooked, but fully cooked, um, do that. And then just work up to less and less cooked. The less cooked, the better for nutrients. But for taste, you do want to cook it a bit. So I'd say one to two minutes. Uh, not more than that. Uh, for iodine is the next one. Iodine is a mineral. Um, most individuals need only 150 micrograms, so it's a trace mineral. Much, much, it's a very small amount that you'll need. Honestly, likely you're going to get this in your diet, so you don't really need to stress this. Um, but some natural sources do include iodized salt, which a lot of people tend to use. Shellfish, saltwater fish, milk, and seaweed. Um, some functions of iodine in the body. It's used in the production of thyroid hormones, which helps regulate metabolism as well as grow as, re as well as growth during pregnancy and infancy. Um, deficiency symptoms include the growth and sexual development delays in children, as well as goiter. A goiter, I don't remember exactly what it looks like, but basically a goiter is something, it's an external thing that happens in your body, and it's very obvious, so you will know if you have a goiter. It's very obvious. Um, but you're unlikely to, seeing as, how, seeing as how you really don't need that much, and you're likely to get it in your diet, especially from milk, or from um, <clears throat> iodized salt, which a lot of people use because it's cheap and they get it in the grocery store. Sorry, I'm going to go a little bit quicker through these because I realize I am taking too long. So the next one is iron, which is the trace mineral. You only need 15 to 25 milligrams for men and 18 to 30 milligrams for women. Again, generally, you're going to get iron, the uh, proper amount of iron in your diet, so you don't need to worry too much about that. Um, some functions of iron include, obviously, the creation of hemoglobin, which hemoglobin is the thing in your red blood cells that transfers oxygen. So iron is extremely important for life, all life, not even only human life, all life. Iron is very important. Um, for us, it's in the hemoglobin in our red blood cells, which help transfer oxygen. And to connect that, obviously, to working out, you need oxygen to work out. Okay, iron is important. Um, creation of hemoglobin, it also helps the hemoglobin hold oxygen in the blood. Um, with B12 and folic acid, it creates red blood cells. Um, it's also important for physical and brain development. Some deficiency symptoms include anemia, dry or coarse hair, uh, dysphagia, dizziness, fatigue, hair loss, cracked lips or tongue, nervousness, slowed mental response, or pallor. Um, some natural sources include iron-fortified cereal, beef, baked potatoes, clams, pumpkin seeds, soybeans, eggs, fish, liver, green leafy vegetables, whole grains, nuts, avocados, beets, brewers, yeast, dates, peaches, pears, lentils, prunes, raisins, and sesame seeds. 
Next one is magnesium, which is a mineral, and you need about 500 to 750 milligrams a day. Functions include um, that is a, magnesium is a component of bones, and if I remember properly from one of Jeff Nipper's episode, um, while calcium does help the bone, if you eat too much calcium, it's just going to make the bone super rigid, and magnesium was one of the um, minerals that's allowed the bones to not be overly rigid. And actually, as saying that, I remember that wasn't from Jeff Nippert's video. I got that from a nutrition lecture last semester during my wellness class. So that's something I remembered. There was another one, I think, but magnesium was one of them. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a component of bones. It helps lower blood pressure. It helps prevent arrhythmia, which is a... Wait, er, yeah, an arrhythmia, which is an irregular heartbeat, which of course isn't good. And it helps maintain body cells in nerves and muscles. Uh, defi deficiency symptoms include sleep disturbances, irritability, rapid heartbeat, confusion, muscle spasms, or gastrointestinal upset. Um, some good sources for magnesium include uh, brown rice, avocados, spinach again, and brown rice again. Haddock, oatmeal, navy beans, lima beans, broccoli, yogurt, bananas, baked potatoes, apples, apricots, brewer's yeast, tofu, cantaloupe, grapefruit, green leafy vegetables, lemons, nuts, calcium, what? <laughs> lemons, nuts, salmon, sorry, sesame seeds, and wheat. Um, for manganese, which is a trace mineral, you only need 15 to 30 milligrams. Um, this is actually found in canned pineapple juice, wheat bran, wheat germ. By the way, wheat bran and wheat germ, bran and the germ are things that are removed from the grains when grains are refined. So when they're refined grains, um, those are taken, uh, and obviously the bran and the germ are part of a whole grain, and they hold a lot of most of the nutrients and pretty much all of the fiber. I don't want to say most of the nutrients. It's a very large majority of the nutrients. So the wheat bran and the wheat germ um, for the wheat grain, obviously, includes a lot of manganese. So thus whole grains also include manganese. Also seeds, nuts, cocoa, shellfish, tea, actually, which is interesting. Dairy products, apples, apricots, avocados, bananas, brewer's yeast, cantaloupe, grapefruit, green leafy vegetables, peaches, figs, salmon, so salmon, soybeans, and tofu. Uh, manganese functions um, to activate enzymes and it also helps metabolize fats so if you're trying to lose weight you want to metabolize fats therefore you want some manganese um, a rare deficiency symptom is ather atherosclerosis which is confusion no wait sorry the rare deficiency symptoms because it's rare to be deficient in manganese uh, atherosclerosis, atherosclerosis sorry uh, which I believe is the um, clogging of a areola i think don't quote me on that it's the clogging of something in the heart it's it's a heart condition i know that um also confusion tremors elevated cholesterol levels uh which would be um eleva elevated cholesterol levels which would be consistent with atherosclerosis tremors elevated cholesterol levels impaired vision and hearing skin rash irritability increased blood pressure pancreatic damage sweating increased heart rate mental impairment and grinding of teeth next one we're going to go into phosphorus which is a mineral you need about 1200 mil milligrams yes of phosphorus um it functions in your body um functions in the body include bone mineralization collagen formation ATP, which is cellular energy, basically. So ATP production, which is obviously extremely important for everything. Um, acid base balance in the blood plasma, in the phospholipids, DNA, and in enzymes. Phosphorus also just important in phospholipids, DNA, and enzymes. 
because it's components of each of them. Um, deficiency symptoms for phosphorus include fatigue, irritability, decreased appetite, bone pain, weakness, and skin sensitivity. Natural sources include halibut, which is a fish if you don't know, non-fat yogurt, salmon, skim milk, chicken breast, lean ground beef, oatmeal, lima beans, broccoli, asparagus, corn, dairy products, eggs, dried fruits, highly carbonated beverages. <sighs> Although I would say highly carbonated beverages, that's not a source that I would necessarily go for because if you're drinking too much highly carbonated beverages, you're generally also going to be drinking too much sugar and too much bad things. So go for the other sources of phosphorus. Unless you're doing like a sparkling water or like Topo Chico, that's fine. Um, also, uh, legumes, nuts, sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. Oh, and that's it. Oops. Um, next, we're going to go into potassium, which is a trace mineral. Well, it says it's a trace mineral, but you need 30, approximately 3,500 milligrams. Okay. So, yeah. That being said, because it says it's a trace mineral... Is it? Is potassium a trait? I'm going to look that up because that doesn't seem right to me. I'll be right Okay, I'm back. Yes, I confirmed potassium is not a trace mineral. <clears throat> Excuse me. This was a mistake on the printer's part. Um, clearly, because they said it, you need about 3,500 milligrams. So clearly, they have the dosage right and their information is right. They just put trace mineral for some reason. But anyway, potassium is a very important one for exercise because it can help you prevent uh, cramps during exercise, especially during running, which is why a lot of runners take pickle juice, because um, I believe pickle juice is high in potassium, if I'm remembering this correctly. Um, but more importantly, or more commonly, runners take um, bananas. Oh, actually, sorry, no. They take pickle juice for electrolytes in general. They take bananas for potassium. They also take coconut water. They drink coconut water for potassium. I've done both. Um, but anyway, potassium is necessary for muscle strength and muscle contraction. It also maintains osmotic pressure in the cell and maintains blood pressure. Some defici deficiency symptoms for potassium include dry skin, acne, chills, diarrhea, impaired cognitive function, muscle spasms, arrhythmia, edema, or edema, um, decreased reflex response, thirst, glucose intolerance, uh, growth, growth retardation, insomnia, elevated cholesterol, and decreased blood pressure. You can find potassium, like I said, in bananas, but also in avocados, tomato sauce, prunes, figs, and dried fruit in general, cantaloupe, papaya, lima beans, parsnips, cooked pumpkin, watermelon, kiwi, the kiwis, which I've talked about in the superfood episode, kiwis, nuts, ridiculous, crazy, um, also sardines, flounder, soybeans, squash, broccoli, tomatoes, pinto beans, pomegranates, and baked potatoes. Next, we're going to talk about sodium. Um, sodium can be found in cheese, most meats, especially ham and bacon. So apparently, um, certain cuts of the, the pig. Um, it can also be found in canned soup, canned vegetables, canned tuna, cereal, bread, cabbage, milk, sardines, and salt. Generally, you're going to find sodium in things with a lot of salt. Sodium is one of those things. Um, it's a, it's 2,400 milligrams is the um, suggested dosage. For this, sodium is one of those things that is probably the most likely, in my opinion, that you're going to go over your sodium amounts. And I don't really know that much about increasing your sodium um, intake. Some people say it leaves you bloated. I don't know if that's true. Um, I probably will do an episode in the future about salt intake, um, how it affects exercise, if at all, um, what, and what the truth about t having too much salt is. Um, because I know my sodium intake is probably very high, and I feel fine, but uh, things could be happening that I just don't know about. 
Um, but anyway, the functions of sodium in the body is it helps maintain fluid balance, nerve function, um, muscle contraction, and another thing, a, a note that it has on here, most Americans get more sodium from the diets than they need, which is what I, pretty much what I just said. But yeah, I should have clarified. Americans <laughs> get a lot of sodium. Americans, so much sodium. Um, but anyway, deficiency symptoms for sodium, which if you're American, you probably don't have to worry about. Um, they include nausea, vomiting, fatigue, abdominal cramps, dehydration, confusion, depression, dizziness, palpitations, headaches, impaired taste, low blood pressure, seizures. A few of these things can be solved, or not can be solved, obviously can be, they can be solved with more sodium, but a few of these things are t the types of things that athletes experience when they feel like they need electrolytes. Salt is probably the, or salt sodium is probably the most um, prominent electrolyte. Um, and a lot of people need electrolytes. Once you, uh, if you vomit, you need to refresh on electrolytes, especially salt, clearly. <clears throat> and salt is technically sodium chloride. I don't want people to think that I'm saying salt is sodium because that's not true. It's sodium chloride. But the main, the, the mineral that your body really needs is the sodium. Um, not that chlorine has no use. I just don't think it has nearly as much use. Um, the next thing and the last thing we're going to go over is vitamin A. I've actually decided to go over the second part in a separate episode. Um, because I don't want, I, I don't want to sit here for 10 more minutes or actually, I don't know how long we'll, we'll see. We'll see how long it goes for. Actually, you know what? Instead of going over vitamin A, I'm going to go over zinc. And then in the next episode, I'm going to be going over all these vitamins, vitamin A, B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, B12, vitamin C, D, E, and K. So I'm going to go over the vitamins in the next episode. I'm going to finish off with zinc. Now, I don't know if it will say it on here, but as I talked about in the superfood um, episode, which again, you should check it out, but I mentioned zinc, and zinc, apparently, according to Jeff Nippard, is very, very important for lifters, because natural testosterone production seems to be like almost entirely zinc dependent. So having adequate zinc is extremely important for lifters, because obviously testosterone plays a big role in exercise and for and, and muscle growth as well. So for zinc, um, the functions that I list on here includes cell growth, sexual maturation, night vision, not not like <laughs> not like you eat zinc you're gonna get night vision, but you, your ability to viz, I'm just kidding, your ability to see in the dark. Um, also uh, mobilization of vitamin A from the liver, it converts to retinol and then to retinoic acid, but that's not important. It brings vitamin A from the liver, or moves it. Um, it's also, zinc is in the body, over 200 enzymes require zinc as a catalyst. So that's extremely important in the body, because um, it's 200 enzymes, that means 200 separate body reactions require zinc. And one of them, apparently, is natural testosterone production. Um, some deficiency symptoms for zinc include change in your ability to taste and smell, Thin or peeling nails, acne, delayed sexual maturation, hair loss, elevated cholesterol, impaired night vision, impotence, growth retardation, increased susceptibility to infection. Some good sources for zinc, cooked oysters. Also mussels, which we talked about in the superfood episode, which is where I got the information for zinc. But uh, cooked oysters or mussels, beef, lamb, e uh, oops, beef, lamb, eggs, I almost said lamb, eggs, <laughs> whole grains, nuts, yogurt, yogurt, fish, legumes, lima beans, liver, mushrooms, pecans, pumpkins, and sunflower seeds. Sorry, pumpkin and sunflower seeds, not pumpkins. Sardines, soybeans, and poultry 
poultry in general. So, hopefully you guys uh, learned some good information. Hopefully you even wrote down a few foods um, that you feel like you could help. That feel like you could help you. There are definitely some foods that I mentioned. <sighs> Excuse me. That had a lot of overlap, such as um, I think broccoli was actually mentioned a few times. Pumpkin seeds was mentioned a few times. Uh, tofu was mentioned a few times, which I really like. Col uh, collard greens, uh, like spinach, was mentioned. Uh, dairy products like cheese, although you don't want to go too much on dairy products because cheese does tend to have a lot of fat, especially if you're having trouble with fat. If you're a hard gainer, you can go with a little more fat. That's fine. But um, some whole grains were also big ones. Um, mushrooms were actually mentioned a few times, which I didn't even realize. Um, then like legumes, some beans were mentioned. Uh, eggs were mentioned a few times. So those are all some good good options for you to uh, look into for different <clears throat> for different um, minerals and a couple vitamins that were thrown in there. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I hope you have a great day. I'm gonna just get on with it because I have something else to do. But hope you guys have a great day. Uh, if you have anything you want to add or to comment on or to give me suggestions on, comment section in YouTube. Uh, email is in the description, but thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you all have a great day and goodbye.